Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Did you see all of those people in Toronto at Jurassic Park? All of them outside. I don't know how many thousands there were, but people were lining up at 6 o'clock in the morning before the Thursday game at 8.30 or 9 o'clock is when it started, Thursday night. People lining up at 6 a.m. to stand outside. They get as close as they possibly could to the building um, at Jurassic Park. There is such an excitement in this country about the Toronto Raptors. And there's also excitement about a Canadian team being on the verge of winning a major championship, major sports championship. Um, I guess the last time this really happened, no disrespect to, to uh, Major League Soccer, as Toronto won in 2017. But the last time the whole country was in, uh, in fits of enthusiasm was 1993 when Joe Carter belted one out and the uh, Blue Jays won their second consecutive series. In fact, the uh, World Series would have stayed in Canada in 94 had there not been the strike and the lockout by greedy players and greedy owners because the Montreal Expos unquestionably were the best team in the major leagues in 1994 and arguably since the 1994 season never completed. You can make the case that the Blue Jays were three-time champions. Anyhow, here we are talking about the Raptors, one game up, one nothing, the final series. Think about that. They just have to play 500 ball now to win it in seven. And I've been listening to some American sportscasters, and the American sportscasters, I don't know whether they're defensive, whether they're scared, whether they just believe nobody can beat Golden State, but their consensus seems to be Raptors are just going to quietly go away as the Warriors put their game together with or without Kevin Durant. I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I had a thought the other day, and that is, what about the, the fans who've become fans of the Raptors or become basketball fans, essentially, over the last few weeks since the playoffs began? There's lots of questions that uh, new basketball fans have, and who better to answer those questions than our good friend Ron Foxcroft, 30-plus-year Canadian NCAA Division I basketball referee, Ranked by Referee Magazine among the top 50 sports officials of all time. Member of the Canadian Basketball Hall of Fame. And, of course, his Peelis Fox 40 whistle is used by all the referees of all major league sports as well as NCAA officials. The only man I knew who actually went and visited the Queen while wearing a kilt. How are you, Fox? I'm doing good, Roy, and I must say I ironed that kilt for the Queen. How many people get to see the Queen in her in her apartment? Only you. But uh, only you, Roy. Uh, your intro was fantastic, and and it it was very fitting because I was at that game when Joe Carter hit the ball out of the park, and I was also at the game in 1967 when the Toronto Maple Leafs won the Stanley Cup. And so your intro is very fitting to be and, frank. And you were on the floor in 1976 refereeing the Olympic gold medal game. That is true. And you know something, Roy? I have never seen excitement and enthusiasm and frenzy like there is now with the Raptors. It's, it's so hard to explain, but I want to add one other thing. 
the one thing that the Toronto Raptors have done, it has unified this country. Um, people from all walks of life, people from all races and colors, people from all religions, and people from all political stripes are united for Canada, uh, for Canada's team, the Toronto Raptors. I think this, as a Canadian, Roy, uh, you know, I, I love Canada, and I hope everybody else loves Canada, but we are able to show off, and you and I have talked many times about this, you know, we're very competent Canadians, but we're not always confident, and the Toronto Raptors have allowed us to be excited, get into a frenzy, be proud, be great Canadians, and show off to the world that we're darn good. So let me ask you some questions. I agree with you 100%. Let me ask you some questions. Uh, although I don't think Justin Trudeau is going to invite me to go to the game with him, but I, I might go. He might. He might. He might. I'd go, I might nice and I might guy. go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fox. Yeah, you're apolitical, and you're, you oh, yeah. never have I a, definitely a, an am. opinion. Oh, yeah. I'm def- definitely apolitical. What's your, what's your takeaway from Game 1 of the Finals? Now, remember, I'm asking you on behalf of the people who've recently, like in the last few weeks, become basketball fans, NBA fans, and Raptors fans. Was that uh, a dominating performance that should really worry the Golden State Warriors, or is it court rust that they've been having to deal with since the finals started? Uh, what, what, what are you saying about that win? How, how significantly important is that win? What did it show? I'm going to uh, be technical and apologize in advance, but right off the bat, I'm going to tell your listeners more than four days off in a season for a basketball team is too much. Uh, you lose your rhythm, you lose your momentum, and you lose your chemistry, and you lose your edge. Golden State had a little touch of rust on them, and, and more than four days off is too much. You need those four days from time to time to heal the injuries. By the same token, um, Toronto Raptors played the most complete game I have ever seen them play or a basketball team play. They played a complete game on offense, on defense, on off-the-ball movement, and, and so on. So that combination, the other thing I want to make this point, Nick Nurse has never got enough credit. In Game 6, Roy, uh, the first half was going all in favor of Milwaukee. And you know the American networks did not think that Toronto would ever get by Milwaukee Bucks. No, no. They, they were, I, I heard them saying over and over, four, four and out, four and out, four and out. Well, Las Vegas uh, had the odds already set, Milwaukee and Golden State. So having said that, things went really bad for the Raptors in the first half of Game 6 last Saturday. Nick Nurse made some tremendous adjustments that kind of got unnoticed by everybody. I did notice them because you saw they were playing a game where um, Kawhi Leonard was dribbling the ball and all four guys in the front court were standing around watching him, and that's no way to play basketball. You need a lot of off-the-ball movement when you're in the front court. The other thing, Roy, in the game the other night, I noticed Golden State were playing, and I watched this close, Golden State were playing defense on their heels instead of on the balls of their feet. Uh, secondly, give Chris, or what's his name, Steph Curry, give him his 30 points because he can score anywhere. He can score from Burlington if, if the game is in Toronto. He can, so give him his 30, 
but you need to take care of the rest of the team. Clay Thompson was a little bit off, and I kind of thought everybody's injured and nicked, but Andre Iguodala, Iguodala, uh, I think he got nicked up, and he was a little off. So they were a little off on defense. They were a little off on momentum, a little off on timing, and the Toronto Raptors were a little on. And I'll finish by saying this, the supporting cast. Who would have thought that, that Pascal Siakam would, would explode for 30 points? And, and when Steve Kerr, an amazing coach, semi-contained Kyle and Kwai. Yeah. I just, look, maybe I'm way out of, uh, out of, my, uh, out of my league here when, uh, by assessing teams. You've, you've been on the floor in some of the most important basketball games ever played in North America. No question. And around the world. So, so you you know that you understand the flow far better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the rest of us. But I'm watching this as a fan, and I'm watching the flow on the floor, and I'm watching the two teams, and I'm saying to myself, Fox, the better team is the Toronto Raptors. They're the better team. They've proven it to me when they took out the Seventy Sixers, uh, and and I know that was just you know so such a narrow narrow win, but they did it. They proved it to me when they took out the Bucks. They've twice played the, the Warriors during the regular season. They beat them twice. And on Thursday night, that just looked to me like a team that's going to win. You know what it reminds me of? You and I were playing golf with Paul Coffey, former great Edmonton Oilers defenseman. And I remember, this was a few years ago, and I remember Paul saying, the Montreal Canadiens had just won four straight Stanley Cups. And the Oilers, the young upstart team, who did they have to face the Canadians? And Paul Coffey said, we were just laughing because we knew we were going to be gone. How could we possibly beat that team in the playoffs? And then they won one. And then they won another one. And then they won another one. And then the Montreal Canadiens said bye-bye. And the Edmonton Oilers won the Stanley Cup. I'm getting that same kind of feeling with the Raptors. Am I, am I, am I out to lunch? Give yourself credit, Roy. That is a very good analysis. And by the way, I don't ever remember you and I ever losing. I didn't say we lost. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't we, ever. Really. No, we but, never lost. But, no, uh, uh, Roy. You know what? On paper, minus Kevin Durant, the Toronto Raptors do not take a back seat. Now, one thing I will make this quite clear. The game is not played on paper, and it's not played in an Xbox, and it's not played on a computer. These teams are very evenly matched, and I'll be honest, I've seen a, a few basketball games. As you said, Kevin Durant uh, could make quite a difference. If he comes back. Uh, if he comes back. Arguably, Kevin Durant right now and Kawhi Leonard may be I would say this: uh, the two best basketball players on the planet. Yeah. What about uh, now? Wait, they're, say, they're saying the Ginobili maybe. That's that's how you pronounce his name, right? Ginobili. Yeah, uh, Andre Iguodala. No, no, Ginobili for the for the for the for the Raptors. They're saying he may be back uh, on. He may be back for the for 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 tomorrow's game. Yes, yes, that's right. You know, Roy. The difference, though. The Raptors played a complete game, and they had good movement in the uh, front court. Now, yeah. I, I think a, a better barometer is going to be game two because you're going to see, Roy, you're going to see a lot more intensity from Golden State on the defensive side. And you know what? Uh, 
the, the way to throw a team off is bother them when they're making a shot, other than Steph Curry, because, as I say, he can score from anywhere. He can score from Main Street. But uh, you're going to see a lot more intensity. And you know what? If we talk next week, a, a better barometer uh, to assess this series will be after game two. If Raptors can play the complete game with Golden State increasing their intensity, and of course they're going to make the defensive adjustments against Pascal and Freddie and, and so on. So um, after this game Sunday night, you're going to have a very good barometer. And the, the unknown will be, is Kevin Durant going to play? Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm not going to let you go. I have to ask you a few more questions. Because if they're, if they're going to, um, if they're going to uh, focus on Pascal... And if they're going to focus on Fred Sr., then I see less focus on Kawhi Leonard because the Warriors focused on Kawhi Leonard and did a pretty good job closing him down the other night. But I just see a Raptors team that I think is ready to take that next step and be champions. And what better way to get Kawhi Leonard to stay with the Raptors? Um... Pete sent me an email to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com saying maybe you should ask Ron Foxcroft who plays for the Raptors because clearly you don't know. Could be right because I got the name of the player wrong. OG Ananobi is the guy I was thinking about who, yeah, exactly. who's going to be back tomorrow night apparently. So that, yes. that's got to make a difference for, for them. But let me ask you this. I have to ask you the question everybody's asking. Will Kawhi Leonard stay in Toronto. What's your gut tell you? you? You know, Roy, we've done our part as Canadians. We have created an atmosphere to make it very difficult for him to leave. I will qualify this by saying I have no inside track, but I think his teammates, MLSE, the entire country, I think he's realized this is the greatest country in the world to live in, to work in, to uh, build build your career and to grow a family. And, and so, Roy, kudos to Canada. Kudos to the Canadians. Kudos to the, the fans. And kudos to the media. We have created an atmosphere to, to have him want to stay. And uh, I, I just hope that, that we've done it. We're successful. It would be absolutely wonderful. Okay. The other thing, Roy, am I allowed to talk about how great the referees did in Game 1? You are. We have 30 seconds for that. They were terrific. It was an amazing chemistry. James Capers has grown into one of the best crew chiefs on the planet. Jason Phillips, John Goble, they were terrific. And nobody said a word. They were unnoticed, which is the greatest compliment you could ever get. Absolutely correct. There, nobody complained. Nobody said anything. They were there. Nope. They were. They were not an intrusion. They didn't get involved in the game, which is what you want. Are you expect like your show? They were well prepared. Thank you. Uh, if the Raptors win tomorrow night, when the Raptors win tomorrow night, does that? And I've got ten seconds. Does that make them the prohibitive favorites to go on and win it? No, it doesn't. They have to go into Golden State, San Francisco. Remember, Roy, yeah. basketball games are won in the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. Okay. We'll see. Thanks for taking the time, Ron. 
Appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Roy. You do a great job, and thank you. All right, thank you. Ron Foxcroft, Fox 40 Whistle of Fame.